And so it's like I have literal numerical proof for what we're doing. And so then the sale just comes easy. So when you are it and you're not trying to paint a picture, it gets really freaking easy to succeed in this industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Mentors Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Wetrick. Here on this show, we talk to luminaries from around the world to discuss their journey towards success and what wisdom they have to offer the younger generation. Each episode, we have on a new guest, a new story, and a new path towards personal success. I hope you're ready, and I hope you enjoy. Trey Cockrum is the founder of Coach City on a Hill Marketing and consulting agency that helps others build their own businesses by utilizing the strategies used by multi-million dollar online businesses. Coach teaches clients to serve businesses with paid traffic and funnel building. It's all about driving more customers and increasing conversions with already existing ones. Their highly effective strategies have been sourced from companies around the globe that work with six-figure marketing budgets and have been proven by testing on their own businesses, including Trey Cockrum's personal products and services, as a testament to their success. I've known Trey ever since he first started building his businesses and YouTube channel, from entering the field with a curious mind to already making his seven figures and reaching 20,000 subscribers in his 20s. His foot has always been to the metal. Trey has a remarkable background of being unschooled, and his entrepreneurial parents homeschooled him and taught him the ways of the businessman. And how cool is that? And true to that, Trey just views the world differently. You'll see this throughout the interview. Honestly, his standpoints feel like a breath of fresh air if you are as invested or critic of the overwhelming quote-unquote hustle or guru culture as I am. So without further ado, Trey Cockrum. Yeah, freaking phenomenal. Yeah, I feel great. Just uh, having a good day. Just uh, honestly, the reason I was late was because like DoorDash here is awful. <laughs> so Why? They don't know which because there's like four doors for this apartment, and so I have to figure out which one they dropped it off at, and I have to like do a full lap around the apartment. I'm like, frick. Dude, like, has anyone good. taken your has anyone taken your food? Oh yeah. Oh, it happens. <gasps> oh yeah. And so I'll get down there, and they'll send me a picture of where they left it. And it won't even be there by the time I get there. So I just assume somebody took it. And it's like, oh my I wasn't God. Yeah. So have you like, ever just, like gotten them back? Yeah, I haven't had time to cook today. So I'm just like, all right, just like order it. Um, <laughs> not worked out for me. Not in my favor. How's the podcast? Like, I'm excited to be invited on you. This is cool. I am too. Okay. Also, did you get those glasses from Target? Uh, no, I got these. Uh, these are a brand that I follow. It's like blue light glasses. And honestly, like my sleep has been way better since I started wearing blue lights. Wait, please tell me you paid like 20 bucks for them, right? No, these are like a nice pair. This is like, I couldn't tell you how much I, probably over, over 50. Like this is like a legit little pair of blue lights. Okay. Yeah. Cause I have an exact same pair. Like it looks identical to yours and I got them for 20 bucks at Target. <laughs> so I don't probably know. The same product. I'm probably just like a, a brand hoe. Yeah. Don't worry <laughs> about it. I saw, I saw the Rolex watch the other day. You can be a brand hoe. You're fine. Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I like I like being a little brand hoe. It's fun because it's like that's the thing too about watches is you can sell them and actually make money. So like I bought this retail, uh, but like yeah. immediately I made like three grand by buying it, and so it's like a little investment piece. Um, yeah. So how long does it take to re like to resell? So would you wait like two well, years? I can sell tomorrow because like retail because you gotta understand like it takes them a year to make like one watch because they have like a whole like chain they send a watch down. They're all handmade, and so like when you buy at retail like, you know, you're getting retail price, but the aftermarket price is actually higher because people appreciate the watches aftermarket um, more than Rolex actually appreciates them themselves because they just make them. So if I were to list this on like a watch trading site, I could, you know, it's basically like just wearing a little bit of cash. So it's really nice. 
Okay, that's cool. Because I know, yeah. I like, I'm so limited in my knowledge of watches. Because I'm yeah. not going to lie, like, doing research on you, it gets pretty. I went to the seventh page of Google for you. The eighth page yes. didn't exist. Cool. So, like, I learned about your your love for watches and, like, your paintballing. And, like, I was like, oh, this is fun. That's <laughs> cool. cool. So I, I love can, it. Sweet. I can understand and represent, and I can, I can, I can understand the brands. I hope that you don't hear the vacuum of my dog snoring. You might. That's fine. I right, love she, it. She Actually, literally cool. doesn't, so she funny. never leaves me alone. I promise. It's crazy. <laughs> I'll like, be, my next neighbor has like a little yappy, like chihuahua. And I'll be oof. here like watching like my student community or something. Or, like recording. I'm like an hour deep into a piece of content. And I just like, and like literally with like my clients or my students, they're like, ha. Like they don't care anymore. I just have to own it and like, like, cause it's just, I'm not going to tell him to get rid of his dog and I can't time it. So no, those things yeah. are angry. Chihuahuas. <laughs> yeah, they suck. They're the worst <laughs> dog. <laughs> oh my God. I love oh. it for you. I know. I actually, I saw Wait. something today that you, I saw something you posted on Instagram today that like some of your students made a surprise mastermind for you and they're just kind of yeah. being real sweet. How does it like genuinely, how does it feel? Cause like being that proud dad and understanding that yeah. a lot of people have had success because of your help. Dude, it's, it's phenomenal. Cause it's just like, cause you know, I've heard, I read this thing from Maxwell, John Maxwell, he's like leaders create leaders. And I'm really trying to create a business that doesn't require me, but if I want it to grow, I need to step in. So like it maintains where it's at, but if I want it to grow, I step in. And mm -hmm. Jim Rohn says it really well too. He's like, you want to build an organization that not all roads lead back to you. You want everything to connect to everything. And, and another example of that could be like uh, how Hot Cheetos came to be, how a janitor went to the CEO of the, of, of, uh, the company, called him, literally just called him and said, hey, I have an idea. And they invited him into a board meeting. And so it's like the CEO didn't even need to be there. Like it just kind of happened itself, you know? And it's, so you just create a culture and you let it happen. Uh, and I'm beginning to see the effects of having done that in, in my student community. And as I build my team out for my agency, the actual co-media side of things, I want to see that as well. Yeah. So. And just out of like sheer curiosity, do you have any female students? Because like a lot of the testimonials I've seen are just guys. Oh, it's all guys because I'm a young guy. So like I speak to young guys and like if I were to try to attract women, I could probably try to. But it's just like, you know, birds of a feather flock together. So there's a oh, lot yeah. of women in my educating women as well. And I think women are just as able to succeed here just that I'm a young guy. And so typically if there's another, if it's a woman doing it, the exact same thing and you're a woman, you probably prefer to go with them. And that's the great oh, thing yeah. about the market is it just kind of lets people fall into their little categories. Oh yeah. No. Cause like, I was just, I thought it was super, I was just super curious because then when I saw that, cause it was just a bunch of like young dudes, your age, I, I was like, I haha. All the time. Like I need a woman <laughs> to succeed in my program so I can start getting more women in. Cause we have like probably three <laughs> out of like 150 <laughs> people, like three of them are women. I love it. Yeah. You guys just look like a bunch of nerds. Like that's what I kind yeah, of took away from it. It's like it's just like it's like a Saturdays for the boys kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get together, yeah. make a little cash. You know the th the life. <laughs> no, I love that for you. Cool. Yeah, and honestly, so, uh, like, yeah. So, by the way, has the interview started? Are we you're doing the interview right now, or like, are we? Oh yeah. The, okay, sweet, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I've so just. Going, so. Yeah, I've just kind of learned to like especially especially when it comes with like my friends or like people I know really well like you or I've like watched you growing up I've just kind of gotten to this point where I'm like I could just start talking and like because yeah. honestly the bits at the Love beginning that. are so much better than yeah. like mm -hmm. than like the, like like, the beginning like, of the actual podcast too much yeah I was just on a buddy of mine's channel he's he's like he's like a big dude in like the internet marketing industry and like it was the same thing we just hopped on I've known him for like three years and I was like wait did the interview start and he's like yeah it started like five minutes ago man I'm like okay sick just making sure we're clear. Yeah, cool. Yeah, you're like, thank you, thank you. 
I know actually like I actually when I was doing research on you everything was like from two to three years ago you really stuck to your word about not doing many interviews it was hard it was hard to like pin you down at some areas because everything was from like when you were 17 you're doing photography yep pretty much everything you're gonna find of me is is that because that SEO ranks a lot better um but like you know my company we're like we're super underground so like I'm not trying to have a lot of eyes I'm just trying to have a good back end so, you know, I run a nearly seven-figure operation off of an Instagram following of 5.800 people. And so my belief is that if you've got a good offer and you've got a good community and you've got, like, a good process, you don't need a lot of eyes to make a lot of, like, money and actually have a lot of impact. You just need something that really changes people's lives and really brings them a lot of value. It's like the offer, our main offer at Co-Media is sales calls. So if you've got, like, a, if you have a business of any kind that would benefit from having two to three sales calls a day for your offer. Let's say you're selling, for example, just random example, a $5,000 ticket to a mastermind or something like that. We can generate sales calls for you. And that's a really life-changing thing for a business owner. So I don't really need to worry about having a lot of eyes. I just need to worry about qualifying people and making mm-hmm. sure that they actually fit the service. So I could totally go like the Gary Vee route and just put out a buttload of content. But honestly, I'm doing really well with just a really small audience and a really, really niche following and a niche offer. Um, and I honestly think it's two different ways of thinking. Um, and there's nothing wrong about either or, but I'd prefer to stay kind of underdog with just a really good back end because it gives me a lot more control over my business. Yeah. And like, honestly, that's something I really respect because when I look at, you know, you and what you're doing and how you've grown compared to a lot of other people in your field that are usually like, I don't want to say they're hype beast, but they're like, Oh man, like you can like make a hundred thousand dollars in the next 10 minutes if you click on this. Like you're Uh not like that but you yep. have developed that amount of success while, and I'm not trying to be like pissy about it. I totally get what you're saying though. Yeah, yeah a I lot can... of people do the opposite. Like they'll rent apartments like yours for 15 minutes to record that video. You're mm-hmm. living in that apartment. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you just gotta be it. Like once you are actually it and you can like share, like literally I'm not even kidding, this might, this might sound arrogant to some people, but some people at work, they'll be on a sales call for like our agency or something. And they're like, just prove that like, you know, and I'll just share my screen show numbers, show, hey, we're getting this client these results. This student went from here to here. They send me pictures of their Stripe accounts, which is where we send payments through and I can see that they're succeeding. And so it's like, I have literal numerical proof for what we're doing. And so then the sale just comes easy. So when you are it and you're not trying to paint a picture, it gets really freaking easy to, to succeed in this industry. So I'm kind of trying to mix like the scalability of the information product industry with like real integrity and actually doing something that actually helps people. Cause when you meet those two, it's a beautiful thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really easy to just lean one way or another to have integrity and not touch the course thing and to do the course thing, but not actually have integrity behind what you're doing. But I feel like if you meet both, it's like an industry and it's a model that succeeds so wildly. If you have an offer that actually helps people. Yeah. That's something I really admire about you. Cause like it's tactical, it's strategic and it's there. You know what I mean? especially because you're in the education space. That is so, it is so difficult to succeed or really easy to succeed in the education space. Cause I was listening to you talk about something and you were like, Hey, regardless, you're not really selling a product. You're selling an idea. You're selling a dream. Yep. Yep. But like the yep. dream you're selling is real because you back it up constantly. A lot of times when people get into the education space, they'll slap a dream on some course and say, Hey, if you do this, if you like listen to what I'm talking about for 15 minutes, you're going to yep. make all the money in the world, or you're going to have the best family ever, or your kids will start yep. loving you. Things yep. like that. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> bunch of, bunch of, bunch of like emotionally driven outcomes. And so for me, like I, I believe that pretty much my business lives on like a spectrum. So like the agency is kind of the done for you version of what I teach in the education mm-hmm. side. Both are, 
how to fill your calendar with sales appointments for a service you care about. And so on the education side, you know, I'm helping agency owners, whether they have an existing agency, whether they want to get into it's the popular term that I rank for on YouTube is SMMA, you know, that's like Ty Lopez was huge on that search term and all these people. Yeah. So I kind of like piggybacked off of them and actually built a program that really helps people actually do it. And I can back up with my own results. Uh, and so it was a really, you know, it's nice because as he grows and sells his thing and people don't like it, they actually pour over into our thing. And so yeah. it's almost like we're getting like the, yeah, we're getting like the people who were sold on the dream and now they're actually able to buy the real model. So it's pretty sweet. Um, yeah. And I love that you can, like, you can give people that dream. That's awesome. Yes. Like, uh-huh. I don't know. You probably just, I mean, especially because you're such a God fearing person, like, yeah. you know, it's purposeful. You know what I mean? Super purposeful. hundred <laughs> percent. No, I love that. And like, actually, I feel kind of bad. Cause like, I haven't even, cause like you're like my audience probably doesn't, might not even know what SMMA is. So social media sure. marketing, they could yeah. think that you're selling funnels. They could think that you are walking out with a camera. Cause you used to do photography. So like when you were 17, you started your photography company, turned into a wedding gig. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, so are you walking out with that camera? Are you shooting content or are you building funnels? Yeah. Or are you helping out in the back end? What, like, it, you yeah. know, what is SMMA to you? So like running an agency, so SMMA stands for social media marketing agency, and that's the coin that was termed, like like back when, if you remember like the Here in My Garage ad from Ty Lopez, on the back end of that business, he was selling a program that helped you grow this business model, but he did it incredibly poorly. He was completely right that it was an amazing opportunity, but he just didn't have the actual, like, the actual ability to help people do it. You know, when you sell a program to a thousand people, of course, 10 are going to succeed because they just were in the right place at the right time. But we per capita have the most success. We have 150 people in our program and literally more than half of them are full time with this. The others are waiting on different things that are going on in their life. You know, they've got family things or whatever going on. Uh, And our highest earner in our community is $60,000 a month in profit. That's profit after tax, like in the bank. Um, And so it's pretty cool. And so for me, what running an agency is, is it's basically like helping business owners grow their business using social media, whether it's Facebook ads, building sales processes, Uh, Earlier, I said I I sell sales calls to businesses. So again, like if you were a business that would benefit from an extra meeting a day or two meetings a day for your sales team, or even more, if you're willing to spend the money, we can spend a hundred bucks per sales meeting for most niches. So if you're selling literally anything and you're confident, once that lead comes in, I'll get you highly qualified, ready to go sales calls on your calendar. And if you want, I even upsell them on trainings, like to get them better at sales so that our service actually works for them. Um, So we'll sell like a $10,000 package to help them build out this funnel. Uh, and if it works for them, we can then sell them on like two to $3,000 a month to run the ads to get them the sales calls to even scale to like strangers. And then also on a $5,000 package where I'll come out and train them on sales to get them good at these meetings. So that instead of closing 20%, they're closing like 50% of them. And that's that's my service. That's what I do through Coa Media. Yeah. That's what we've been doing for a long time. So like literally if anybody in your audience, like reach out, like if you could benefit from that, hit me up. Um, because we built it for tons of people at this point and I build it for myself. Like I wake up, hit three or four sales calls a day and go to sleep and I've actually built it <laughs> for the agency side. So I proved my, like my, or the education side, I proved my agency service, what I do for businesses on my education side. So I pay to get students on my calendar, people who are wanting to grow this business. And then I sell them on our program using these calls. So both kind of benefit both. Um, and to run an agency really is just helping businesses grow. Like you pick a niche that you're really passionate about that you can kind of understand holistically. It could be anything from, you know, fashion brands to organizations, charitable organizations that you're passionate about to, you know, startups, local startups to your, uh, city. If you're passionate about, uh, about your city's economy, 
I know a lot of people are actually making a lot of money who stick to just their region because mm -hmm. referrals is a huge thing. If you start to get good results for somebody, they'll send you more clients. One of my uh, buddies, Michael Lemoyne, out in um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, like owns the Albuquerque city. They do multiple seven figures yearly just doing Facebook ad services for that area. Um, and so that's, that's what it means to run an agency. It's just to have an impactful service that helps business owners grow. And at the end of the day, you know, money's a means to an end for me. I love seeing people's lives change through the services that we provide. Somebody goes from having two meetings a week for their $5,000 offer, $10,000 offer, to having three meetings a day. Like that's a life changing thing. And it, 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 like they can now afford the things that they, they're out of debt. You know, there's all kinds of things that we get to do for these people. Uh, and if they're making a lot of money, we help them make a whole lot more so they can shift from being a sole proprietor to like a real organization, build a team. You know, there's a lot of impact that can be had when you have an offer that really shifts people's businesses. Absolutely. And I, you know, I definitely think that you are the, like, you, you are the, you're the epitome or the epitome, or I forget the, I forget the whole, the, the, the correct phrase of it. Because it looks like epitome, but I think it's epitome. Yeah, yeah, you're like, you're the, you're the epitome of money as a tool, strictly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, even though on your, you draw people in really quickly with the, hey, like, this is what it's like making 80K a month, or this is what it's made, like, like 20K in a week or something like that. Um, right. But like, you, you come in and say, yeah, like money, I don't really care, but this is how you grow and how you scale. So right. how have you developed that mentality for yourself? Because it is so easy, mm -hmm. Trey, it's so easy to get caught up in the lifestyle or like the car or something like that. But yeah. you've honestly really surpassed that. And you just, you're a very giving person. You just, you just care. You just want the relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you got to understand that, like, um, here's the thing, like every win you're going to have comes with perks. And if you get obsessed with the perks, it keeps your ability to keep winning low. Like, for example, like every single top athlete that gets more, that spends more time enjoying their like Lamborghinis than they do, like, you know, actually practicing shooting hoops, you, they're going to lose it. Like, um, it was like, it was Michael Jordan who like, he bought like a Ferrari and he's like, this is cool. And he sold it within a week because he was like over it. And then he just went right back to practicing. And so for me, the whole lifestyle thing, more than anything, is just branding. Like I could work out of like a, you know, just a, a box of a room with one light bulb and like be totally fine. But, yeah. you know, I've got a lot of eyes, so I need to like build in like, you know, I'm not even really naturally that fashionable or like that good of a decorator. I had my girlfriend help me set up this place. And it's just like, I need to have like a brand. And so for me, it's just very tactical. It's a very intentional decision. Uh, like when I moved from my parents' bedroom to this apartment, which is like one of the nicest spots you can get in Indianapolis. Like yeah. it shifted my business because people saw me differently. And it's just a very intentional thing. It's really less about enjoying the lifestyle. It's more about like it's investments. Like, you know, the money I spent on this apartment has paid itself back like tenfold uh, pretty much month one because it just shifts how people view you. And if you, if you know your heart and you know that you're being intentional about just image and making sure that you, your heart's in the right place. And I see nothing wrong with splurging a little money on something you enjoy. Um, especially because that money goes right back into the economy to help more businesses grow. So like, there's nothing wrong with driving a nice car, owning a nice place, anything like that. I think people have, uh, the Australians call it tall poppy syndrome. Somebody will start to succeed. One poppy will grow above the others and they feel they need to cut it down. I think people are afraid of being that tall poppy. Um, and personally, I had to go through that. I had to lose a lot of people in my life who really didn't want to see me succeed and kind of were intimidated by it. Uh, but I had to sacrifice that and kind of like proverbially throw that to the flame in order to like go all in on what I know is going to ultimately help me help others help me have the life that I want with my future family students the clients that I work with and I knew that it was an important shift that I had to make and lastly also it's an abundance thing like you know to wear a watch 
that's worth this much or to be in an apartment like this, it, it shifts your image. You feel more worthy of what you're trying to do. Uh, and like literally my prices tripled the second I really internalized what this apartment meant for me. I was like, wow. frick, like I am, I'm a different person. I am not Trey Cochran living in his parents' basement. I'm Trey Cochran running a seven figure operation and it just shifts how you think. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can see it as an investment like that, it is truly a powerful thing to do. So I think how do you not get tempted by it? See it as a tool, not as the end. Uh, and um, use it to your advantage. Um, you know, use it for, for marketing, like straight up. You know, like back, my first car I bought, a, it was a BMW because I was doing a lot of local work. And I used to drive my parents' Toyota to these uh, sales <laughs> And then I bought a BMW and I drove to these meetings in the BMW. And immediately, like my sales, literally, I tracked my sales percentage. It went up by 25%. Wow. So that paid for itself so you just got to understand what role these things play and just be very be a be a technician when it comes to you know how you build your life i'm not gonna lie i was really like when i first met you i remember it um you walked into my dad's classroom and you were teaching Mm -hmm. us all the current stuff that you were up to and i was like this is a really scary person like i'm really intimidated by this guy Um, and then we kind of we and some of the students we kind of followed up on your work kept seeing what you were up to and we're like this guy is like we were like it was it was it was scary because you're our age and you're killing it so we don't know what to do but honestly as you've gotten older and as some of your peers that I also know have gotten older, it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, it's just mellowed. Like, you know, yeah. you are just, you are a completely different person. Like I can attest to that. Like, cause I've watched you from afar. Like, yeah, you I used a very to, humble I person. Just, like I used to think I was, I deserve more than I had. So like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody goes through, it's all personal issues. So there's no such thing as a business issue or an organizational issue. It's always internal issues that are mirrored in your organization or your business. And one of the big things for me was I wanted to be seen and wanted to be like, you know, patted on the back. It was a very ego thing. And now I genuinely just care about what's in the bank and whether my clients and students are succeeding. Like that's, those are the two most important KPIs. I don't care who sees it, who doesn't. Genuinely, I could give a rip. My whole goal is to have a successful organization, a successful business that first and foremost pays my bills, gives me a lifestyle that I want to live and frees me of, you know, the rung that I don't want to be associated with in my life. Mm -hmm. And then also sees other people and helps them succeed in a wild way as well. And that's the cool thing about the education side is our, our students are on track to succeed beyond me. It's not like me at the head of this thing. And then, you know, I'm like this like idol. It's just like, I'm trying to build an organization where people help each other. And I saw proof of that today with our first student led student owned mastermind. I wasn't even invited to it. I just decided to pop on and mute myself and listen. Uh, and they were like, literally they were sharing strategies as to how they are like increasing their sales rates by like 30%, getting better results for clients. Like it was like, man, it was just, it was just a cool like dad moment for me. Like I put on my Instagram story. It's just like yeah. I'm seeing people when they succeed, modeling the ideas that I taught. It's just freaking cool. So yeah, this this has been a big shift for me for sure. The idea of building a foundation that doesn't need you reminds me a lot of a quote off of Broadway's Hamilton. It outlives me when I'm gone. Trey has been able to make something that doesn't necessarily need him and can function without him. And that is a testament to the strength of his business. Some people would have a hard time letting go of their businesses so it can take care of itself, and that could be chalked up to an internal ego or self-worth trouble. And if you'd like to take a deeper dive and collective look at the idea of ego and its hindrance, there is a free resource article titled The Entrepreneurial Ego Pitfalls in the bio link below. Tomorrow we'll be talking about building self-awareness, the freedom that comes with responsibility, and the push and pull of work.